AI, uh, AI audio, blockchain, audio, buzzword. Yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can. Can I? Can I actually he- please hear myself through audition? What else is a tech word? AI, blockchain, uh, computer generated. Infographic, info, infographic. Um, what's like a marketing term? Exponentially dynamic. Gro- dynamic <laughs> audio. Exactly. Yeah, that's what uh, I. Be, that's what I sell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm ready now. Uh, I'm I'm going now. So, so here's the thing. I know you, I know I really didn't tell you what it's about. I know you only listened to a first part of the first episode. So uh, basically, this is about. Getting people, um, getting, finding people and finding basically my friends for now, but we'll branch out later and finding people who, uh, have a hobby and get it and talking about their hobbies. So it kind of encourage other people to follow that. So for you, let me, let me just ask you, what do you do? That's that like you, I know what you do, but what do you do? Yeah. So I make music. I uh, self-produce it, self-record it, self-mix, master it, release it, all that with, uh, me and usually my friend Kevin. Uh, yeah, and where do you re- where do you release your music? You're a you're a SoundCloud entrepreneur, <laughs> aren't you, my friend? Yeah, it comes out on SoundCloud usually, but we've branched out. It's now on everything, Spotify. It's on TikTok now. You're on TikTok now. Yeah, there <laughs> was. Uh, I looked on it the other day, and there was this random girl, like who I don't know at all. And she used the song. I don't know if you remember, but it goes like dun 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 dun. Yeah, I remember that song. And then it has the Maddie B clip of uh oh you thought I was gone or whatever. And she used that for like some stupid thing about uh what's that rock band that was coming back? Twenty one pilots? Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. So, but I'm, the, I'm I, I get how that could be a TikTok song, though. Yeah. That's the funny thing that it worked. But that you made that before TikTok. Like that's old, yeah. right? I made that two years ago. That's that's crazy. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Are you should you know? Here, here's what here the two things that are funny to me is, um, so that's just on that's just on tiktok like someone organically found this yeah and thought this is the song i'm going to use that's the crazy thing too because none of my music i mean my friend maggie made one after the fact but before that like no one has ever used one of my songs on their tiktoks or anything so she just found it and then used it i don't even know how finding a song on tiktok works yeah maybe she what if what she's what she's like your number one fan on soundcloud but and also, how are That's you not crazy. promoting this? <laughs> now you gotta, now I feel like you have to do more of it. Like you said, Maggie was doing something. Yeah, like I don't know. My uh, my niece jokes about it, saying how I should like do more stuff on TikTok because. That's how songs like actually blow up. I'm not kidding, but that's that's probably the smartest thing your niece has ever said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But anyways, uh. So yeah, I want to really get into that. So I know you make it with Kevin. Yeah. Um. Little Bev. Little Bev and your your name is Mushi. Yep. So should should I credit you in the podcast as Max Max Mushi Guet? Just do Max Mushi. Max Mushi. Yeah. <laughs> that's your whole that's your whole that's thing. That's my name. Um so let's get let's get into that a little bit. Um what do you how did that start? How did Mac how did the Max Mushi thing start? Where does that come from? So basically 
<laughs> Mushi is a childhood nickname. And it came from my mom used to work logistics. And so one of the times when she was going to work, she was like, hey, my boss or her boss was like, hey, you got to go to China, check out these factories, see what's up. And she was like, OK, went to China, came back and she had she brought me and my sister like some kimono type dress. And they had me put it on and I was dancing around. And then all my family members were like, hey, it's Mushi, it's Mushi. And then that kind of just stuck. Uh, yeah, and then, <laughs> that's, that's it? That's it. They just made it up, Mushi? Yeah. Okay. And, and he stuck with it. Yep. And then how did, how did, so how did Mushi now, new persona, get on the internet and get to making music? Uh, that's a good question. Actually, so Mushi got online because I got doxxed a couple years ago. Like some random guy. Docs on what? what on you, Reddit. You were on Reddit and you got... So basically... Uh, I'm going to sound like an asshole. Well, okay. Can, can I swear? <laughs> um, keep it like PG-13. Okay. Don't drop any any F-bombs or anything, yeah, but yeah. it's fine. Whatever you... Um, let's see. Um, Explain what Docs does first. Cause yeah, so basically it's... Thankfully, he didn't do this like publicly, but he private messaged me. With like all of my information, like he knew the school I went to, my parents, uh, my friends, like everything about me. Yeah. Which is like crazy that they can do that from Google. Okay. And then how does this go into you getting, you got doxxed, right? Yeah. So that's why like, uh, I chose Mushi just cause like it's better than a variation of like my last name mm-hmm. or something like that. Cause that's what a lot of people do or like a variation of their name or something. Yeah. But yeah. And so, so how does, so how do you get onto like SoundCloud and all that? Oh, like, yeah. So basically there was this kid in my school who goes by Tom Opioid. You might know him. He's in my grade. No. Okay. Basically, he did these songs that were like maybe 10 minute garage band artworks. That's what I like to call them, because they are like so arrhythmic, like so atonal, like just terrible. But people, but people like loved it. Me included, like they're funny. They're very funny. And so I was like, dang, I should do this. And so I made five songs in five days. Uh. And they kind of like mini blew up. I don't know. Like people were like laughing about it. And so then I met Kevin, Lil Bev, in my badminton class. And I was like, hey, yo, we should do a song. Cause like, hey, I'd be like kind of blowing up around here. Cause I had like a hundred plays. <laughs> and uh, then we made the all time Mushi Bev classic, Soup Time. So it started that, it started that, um, it started that like soon to soup time. Yeah. I like, yeah. I remember everyone, so many people know about soup time. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause I've had one of the craziest experiences actually I've ever had in my life is I went to the garage to go see some of my homies they were playing and a girl, I was talking to my friend and he had a girl with her. I was like, oh my God, you made soup time? And I was like, yo, 
Yeah, I made soup time. She's like, oh my God, that song's hilarious. I love it. I play it all the time. And I was like, oh, damn, that's crazy. And uh, yeah, like I've met so many people who like don't know me for anything except the guy who made soup time. And it's like such a weird experience because it's like it's not even that big. Like it's just people in my school, basically. But it's so cool to see that. Yeah, that's it's No, unironically, I listen to Soup Time just. Well, I don't think anyone could say they unironically <laughs> listen to Soup Time, but like yeah. unironically, I enjoy that feeling of listening to the song. It's just so chaotic. Um, I was I was in the I Oh, what was it? We were going up to one of Joey's shows. Yeah. Um, and Joey's, I don't know if you went to it, but it was Shut Up and Rap yeah. about two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we were going up there and I was driving Kira and Kira goes, can we listen to Soup Time? I said, you, you, wait, give, come she again. also does that. Come again. She's like, oh, you're the Soup Time guy. <laughs> yeah. She loves Soup Time. My brother loves Soup Time. It's, it's just crazy. It's, like the song that, Literally, I have a video of me and Kevin making that in the school library. We recorded it in one of the that back computer lab by the front doors. Mm-hmm. And oh, like, yeah. So we probably spent like two or three hours on it. And then you compare that to songs on like Mushy Bev or even like third place. Like there's some songs on third place that are like we've been working on for like six to eight months. And then that like is a speck of like rice basically compared to like the monster giant hit of soup time. Soup time is good. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to say it. I don't think soup time two quite lived up to soup time <laughs> no, one. Absolutely not. But I thought there were some good things. I think just the verses in soup time were good. <laughs> they're just so simple. They were, they were so simple. I think that's a big thing. The and gasoline like, line. The the I'm in the kitchen and I'm what is it cooking tortellini, yeah yeah something something like that I just I love something. it no yeah like honestly that was the, the the verses were really good and like I think like most people of our age I mean soup time is two years ago right yeah it's two years ago so you're in what year of high school senior you're no right now but like then you're in like sophomore oh, was, year yeah it was uh. The fall going into actually it was the winter going into the spring of uh, sophomore year. So you're in sophomore year of high school, making soup time. But I, I, I'm pretty sure everyone, everyone in their sophomore, everyone in high school, music's a big part of most people's lives, right? Yeah, and I, I bet you like influenced by that too to like make your own music, yeah, and find different stuff there. Um, and you recorded soup time in the school, yeah. On a blue snowball. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. incredible. <laughs> Dude, I love, I lo- yeah, and it's something that iconic. And you're right, sometimes um, something super iconic can come out of something that you didn't spend as much effort on. I think a lot of people find, not maybe not effort, but you just find something that's, yeah, you know, going to be remembered for a long time just because of the circumstance and because of the simplicity of it all. That's when I learned, like, you don't need gear to do it. Like it was recorded on a blue snowball. It was mixed via the uh like the presets, the garage band presets. It was made on garage band. Oh. You know, and like when I like you can look around now, like all this stuff I didn't have two years ago. Like I didn't have FL Studio, I didn't have 
logic. I didn't have like the thousands of dollars of plugins and it turned out like it's the most popular song I have. You know, it's the same thing that goes that, uh, like Lil Pump made his music on Apple earbuds. Like it's crazy. Like nowadays you can just do whatever. Yeah. And it all really, you, you have everything you need right in front of you for most, most pe- most part of it. Yeah. Um, I think that's, yeah, that's definitely true for a lot of it. I mean, for, for a lot of things, um, I think it would be pretty easy for people to like, if, if, if they would stop getting past like the thought of like, Oh, I need all this stuff. And, uh, me and Quaid got into this on the last episode too, where it's like, yeah, we have all this equipment. We have podcasting equipment. Our stuff sounds really nice. And, and no doubt about it, our quality has improved. Yeah. But um, you said another successful podcast out of school was just guys in a freaking locker room, <laughs> put down a cell phone in the middle of it, and they're making their podcast. Yeah. And um, that was out of uh, Rosemount High School. That's crazy. And that was and that was just like and that I, I'm like, dude, I listened to that podcast. Like not not going to lie. Unironically, I listened to their podcast. Yeah. I would have no idea that they were just on a phone. Like maybe it didn't sound that great. Yeah. But I had no idea. Yeah, like they're like they put the phone on the ground in the locker room <laughs> and just did it. And I feel like that's the same kind of thing with now you had a blue snowball. I mean, a blue snowball is like. 35 to 50 dollars depending on there's two i think there's two versions of it but um it's like technology's at that point now where like you can just do whatever you want nowadays right and you don't even need it's crazy that you don't even need um i mean like music knowledge helps but you don't need individual instrument knowledge yeah i i'm not classically trained at all like the thing that took the longest on soup time was trying to get that piano thing. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it's the C major and D major chords. Because I was watching a YouTube video on how to make trap videos. And I was like, oh, Kevin, yo, if you do it like this, like the, I forgot, what, the triad notes. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, yo, if you play it like this, I didn't call it triad, but I was like, hey, yo, just skip one, skip one. That's how you make a chord. So he went, <laughs> and if you know how a uh, logic keyboard is, it's uh, Q E T like this. Yeah. And then so he just went like that and then just moved over one. And then once we figured that out, uh-huh. it was like, that was it. <laughs> like that was like, that it makes literally sense. one of the yeah. simplest songs ever. And, and that was the, that was the beginning yeah. of soup time. Like instant classic right there. Yeah. That makes sense. I never thought about, I, well, I've never even thought about what the chords could, could be, but yeah, C major and D minor, but, but he moved over. <laughs> yeah. He moved over one. It's just left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. And yeah, that's, that's crazy. I never thought because yeah, you're not classically trained. Like tons of people, um, might sound weird to say it, but have more musical talent and skill than you. Oh yeah. But that doesn't mean that they're going to be more successful at all. Absolutely. Like it's all about the mindset the mindset going into it. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's where a lot of people get caught up. Like they're not good enough yet. Or like, if you can make a sound yeah. and you think you could make it into music, you can probably make it into music. And if it sounds good to you, it's going to be good. That's yeah, what I've learned. It's true. And like a lot of people, I think a lot of people chase for, and I see it too on the Instagram stories of, um, like the SoundCloud rappers, like they need like the studio and they're like yeah. in the studio and then they make some absolute garbage. Yeah. Like it's just absolute 
garbage. Yeah. And they're chasing something that they don't, that doesn't really exist there. Another thing that I see is like people are too focused on trying to find this sound. Like, oh, bro, I need to sound like Juice World or I need to sound like Lil Peep. And uh, that's something that I'm very happy that me and Kevin or me and Bev don't do because there's so many people that are stuck up in a box like that. Um, and I don't want to name names, but there's like most of the people from Eastview, like they rap. The, Which is your high school. Yeah. They rap the exact same every single time and they don't deviate. And like, it's good, like good for them. They're, they're doing what they love, but like they could be doing so much more. I feel like personally. Mm-hmm. So it's what I've found out is like, do what you like to do. Don't really worry about what other people think, but also take criticism, you know, mm-hmm. which, which makes, which makes sense. Like get, the good thing you added that take criticism there. Cause that's a big part of it too. Like, um, I really like, I really like a lot of the stuff on third place, but like, like, like you, like you said, um, it third place is the new, is, is, is that an EP? That's only like six songs, right? Yeah. It's like six. Am I, am I right? Yeah, six six songs. songs. Yeah. So it's six songs. Um, is that your third one? Second one. Second. I guess the first one is just kind of like, uh, Soup Time Plus? No, no, no. So there's Mushi Bev, Bev Mushi. Mm-hmm. And then there's Days Before the Soup Isle, which is just a, yeah. a combination of all the songs I did pre-Mushi Bev. So I don't really count it as one, but you could. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Okay. So you had that, and then you had Third Place, which sounds... um, I'm not a music critic, but I know what I like to listen to. And like, yeah. it, there's stuff... I like... I, I like... um, Like, what's, what's it called? Something Mess? Crazy mess. Crazy mess. I like crazy mess a lot. Dude, it's crazy because that song, that's the one that took eight months actually, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Crazy mess. No, but um, that song, and I only figured this out after the fact, but the beat is also a crazy mess. Like if you really listen to it, like there is so many perks. And perks mean percussion for non-music people. Mm-hmm. So like bongo, the dun 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 like there is so much going on in the beat. It is so overproduced, but like it goes hard. <laughs> I thought, yeah, no, I thought, so that took how many months that it was originally recorded May uh, of last year. Like the, like the voice, like yeah, the voice. my verse, my, it was okay. produced and I uh, recorded on it May of last year. So that would have been uh January, February, March, April. May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Eight months, yeah. And that, yeah, I mean, you're right. The beat is crazy. It's all over the place. The percussion yeah. is all over the place. I I just like, I like that and then mix up with lyrics that like make sense. And like, it, I think it has a feeling to it that's really nice too. That's like. Bev goes so crazy on that. <laughs> like the high octave that he does. Yeah, I thought that was funny. And I mean, that's that brought me back to the thing where it's um it 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 feels really natural like not maybe not natural cuz every everything's everywhere but it feels really real yeah and like say i think that's the same kind of tone you hit with soup time where it feels like you're just kind of there like messing around like you can feel like your yeah. your energy and your vibe from that yeah absolutely and yeah i feel like that that's why that i feel like that was like that one was so good is because that 
that energy and that vibe like that, you know, cause you're literally just making it in the back of, um, back of the library. Yeah. That's where I feel like that comes in and is pretty good. That's a good point too. Like if the energy's there, it'll do fine. Cause the thing that was crazy is me and Kevin spent so much time on afraid because we really liked it. Um, and we have like two other verses, uh, from a couple of friends that we didn't put in cause we didn't think it was good enough. And the OC wavy outro by my friend Owen, that he actually had an entire verse too, but we cut that into the last part cause we liked how it sounded transitioned. Um, but yeah, crazy mess. Like after we recorded Kevin's part, I remember I mixed it. It would have been in like August ish. And then, uh, yeah, we just forgot about it. And then, like you're saying it's like one of your favorites. Alex is saying it's his favorite. It's one of the more played songs. Like it's crazy. And then that I bet that feels good now because that's something you put time into. Yeah. And you get that recognition for it. I know that's that's really what feel like have someone personally tell you something. Yeah. I think I like I know what that feels like being somebody who makes things myself. Absolutely. Um having someone, especially when you don't bring it up. Just having someone tell you, hey, I saw this thing that you did yeah, and I really liked it. Like, hey, I saw your video that you posted last night at Blanket Clock. And I'm like, sure that happened with Anime Badman. That did. Um, anime Badman was its own beast entirely. <laughs> Maybe I have to have a podcast where I just sit down and I talk about Anime Badman because like, that was a month and a half, right? Of work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that. That is a long, that was like a month and a half of work. (laughs) (laughs) It was, that was crazy. Um, But yeah, like I definitely know and appreciate that. Um, And, and that amount, but like also, Hey, I spent, I spent four months on the Colorado video. Yeah. And like, I mean, I got some print, but nowhere near the amount of anime, well, nowhere near the amount of audiences anime Batman got, but yeah. Um, I spent comparatively longer. Now I probably spent the same amount of hours. I just crushed it into a month and a half. Yeah. But you know, like you said, like you, you come back to it, you step, step away. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, that helps me a lot. That's why I felt like the Colorado video, every time I came back to that worked better and better. Now that's an 18 minute piece. Yeah. Uh, every time I cut down a certain part or I, um, you know, worked in on the story more about one certain part. Like, how do you see that for you? Like creatively, how does that help taking a step back? Um, personally, I don't really do like, I don't really take steps back. Um, one of the things that helped a lot actually was, uh, not being so confined, I guess. So like, for example, during the Mushi Bev recording era, uh, how it would go is I would make a beat. Kevin would come over to my house and we would write stuff down before we ever touched the mic. And then we would record it all usually within like one or two takes. And one of the things that we did for third place without even really talking about it is we just punched in more. So punch in is a term where you would like halfway through the thing, halfway through the verse, you would just start recording again. And um, it allowed it to, like, flow more. Like, crazy messes all punch-ins. Um, so, yeah, I guess the biggest thing is not 
for us, it's like you don't have to do it all. Uh, you know, all at one time. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So that's that's one thing I've always been curious about about music because, like, so like a punch in, right? Do, do you feel like? So a punch in a punch in is you come into the song at a different spot and start recording again. Yeah. Um I like you see uh studio covers of something and it sounds like someone does a whole verse all at once, right? Yeah. Or you can see someone or like you see um like a big old Vivo like let's let's use Taylor Swift as an example, yeah. right? Taylor Swift Vivo and she might have something on there where it's like studio session of this and like it's a glamorous video um of her on a microphone in a studio and it's like she does the whole song back to back yeah like how realistic is that very unrealistic um i remember actually filming the foot digits music video mm-hmm. i couldn't even get through my whole verse without wheezing now like i was <laughs> i was uh pretty overweight at the time but um i don't know i feel like there's some things that you want to stress in a verse that if you punch in you can and you can just fade it out if that makes sense because there's some things like when you rush it and like when you do a one take verse there's chances that you'll be out of breath or you hear the you know what i'm saying and there's just you know stuff like that just trying to get it done and take a breath really quick yeah yeah but like when you're punching in i don't know it feels more natural and you it allows it to be the best all the time because there's i forgot what song it was but it was like recorded by a guy who wasn't a rapper and he punched in every single word. So he would literally walk up to the mic and be like, and I next one, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's crazy, but then they put it all together. It takes more time. No doubt. You know, the person behind the computer has a lot more work, but it came out just fine. Yeah. And that's, that's neat because you see, um, what, what, what was I watching? Speaking of like the one word thing, um, have you seen, I, I mean, I bet you do. Cause I bet your YouTube feed is all sorts of music stuff, but, uh, <laughs> like recreating this song using the Google voice maker or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen all those? Yeah. So it's like a guy, um, for anyone who hasn't seen this video, um, it's a guy that goes over to Google's music maker and just samples Google music maker and puts it into FL, throws some vocal effects and some reverb and some freaking compressor on it. And then they just, uh, plays it back and he make remake songs. So of course he did bad guy. Cause that's, yeah. you know, the classic song lets you do it. It's also not that complex. Yeah. Pretty simple. It's a pretty simple song. Um, and he did like maybe one or two others, but yeah, that's punching in on every single word. I remember he uses Google translate and just hits the speak button <laughs> and he, and he just, every single word is its own thing, which is, interesting but yeah that's like that's punching to an extreme um yeah most people do like half a bar or a bar and then punch it what explain how long a bar is a bar depends it's basically uh a measure depending on the bpm uh so like 100 bpm is roughly like you know mm-hmm. uh but it's yeah I mean, if you nod your head, you're basically nodding to a bar or half a bar. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. If you nod your... 
Okay, I understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took me a second on that one. Um, so that's like, okay. Usually it's half a bar, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Nodding your head over here. Um, yeah, I think it's... I, I, I don't know. I've always wondered that about music, and there's probably a lot of things that people don't know about music production that are like they assume... Because I always see those videos and I'm like, there's no way they're doing that all one. Like, yeah. I know these are talented people. Um, but that's also a thing with like lip syncing your performances and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. oh speaking of performances, <laughs> do you know what I'm getting at? No. You're, uh, you're, you, didn't you have like a soup time thing? Soup was time that in live? the garage? Yeah. That was, at the, that was the same night. That was the same night. Yeah. As, <laughs> Expl- walk me through that because I don't think I've heard the whole story end to end. So basically, my good good friends—I want to call them like that—my music friends, uh, Dakar and Said. Uh, I love their music. And by the way, you should check them out. But anyways, they were opening for a guy named Star Young Joker, and they were at the garage. So I was like, "Hey, that's like ten minutes away. I'm gonna go check it out." And basically there was like five openers. Like it was crazy. And it's the garage and it's ran by teenagers. At least the show is, I'm sure they have a real business, but the show is run by teenagers. So they were like, it was pretty poorly planned to be honest. But basically there was time in between sets. So my buddy Dakar brought me up on stage and I was like, Hey bro, you got to do soup time. And so I was like, okay. Uh, sadly, Lil Bev wasn't there. But I, uh, I think actually Dakar did Bev's verse in the video. But yeah, I mean, it was just kind of spring, uh, spur of the moment. Yeah, spur. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, and you just and you performed your song live. Yeah, that's that's actually hilarious. I remember watching the video. Of Alex, me like, hey, look at this. <laughs> I'm like, no way, this is real. Like, yeah, Alex, Alex would not shut up about me doing it. I Well, I wouldn't shut up about it either if I was there. That's awesome. Yeah. That's how'd that feel? What's that like? Honestly, it was I was nervous, bro. <laughs> like I was really nervous to do it. Well, duh. I mean, you're in front of people. <laughs> how many people were there? Uh, a dozen, probably. OK, I don't know. that's it. So it's just a little thing. But it's also yeah. like you're up on and it's like you're there. And yeah, it's plus I don't got my homie there like. I don't got Bev. Mm-hmm. Half the Pete of the pod. There you go. Um, yeah. I no, I get that. I mean, if you and Bev are like, so here's here's the other part of that on SoundCloud. Doesn't Bev have his own? Yeah, and I I really feel bad about that because um, it's not separated on music, but on third place, I found a way so that we both have an artist page. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm just going to go into all the previous releases and try and split it up through SoundCloud itself. No, through like Apple Music and Spotify oh, and all that. Okay. Yeah, but Little Bev hasn't posted anything in like a year. Yeah, because all the music he's done has just been for mushy Bev things. Mm-hmm. But he works on his own music. There, like, there's I know there's music out there that uh, he has on his computer that he hasn't released or anything that I haven't I've never seen or heard. Um. And actually, he had, like, basically a full mixtape done, but then he deleted it when uh, XXXTentacion died. 
Why? Because he was like so sad. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> yeah, like that's a real thing. Like he told me about how, like he was so sad that he just deleted the whole thing. And you deleted his music. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. That I mean, like I heard about things like that, but I didn't know that actually happened. Yeah. It's crazy. It's for real. And yeah, I mean, I, I follow both of you guys. So that's crazy that uh, it's crazy that he has stuff and he hasn't really released it. And I get it because I always wondered. I'm like, I follow both of you guys, but it's all coming on a mushy. Yeah. And I, I, <coughs> I wish he would like release more because he's really, really talented. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know he plays around a lot, but he was in choir for a long time. So like he has pretty good control of his voice. Mm-hmm. I don't like realistically, like I'm the dude behind the computer for Mushi Bev and Bev is the vocalist. I just come in sometimes for a verse. And that's why you'll realize like most of the hooks are Bev because he's really good at it. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, play to our strengths. That makes sense. I mean, I de- definitely do that. Um, I didn't know Bev was in choir or anything like that, but you're right. You guys, although you guys play around and I know you've, um, I'm going to talk about this before we get to one other thing. I have a question for you. Okay. Um, don't just remind me if I forget, but, uh, um, you were talking about, Hey, I play around a lot of my music, but, um, um, I, I still put effort in. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, that's, you, had, you mentioned that we had a conversation. I think I was talking yeah. about something that I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't remember what it was, but I was just like, I play around a lot, but I really just still want to have respect about it. Yeah. Like I make songs that like when you listen to, I hope you can laugh. And I, this was, we had this conversation before third place because third place has some serious songs on it. But like with Mushi Bev specifically, like there is so much like effort that went into making that. And then people are just like, but it should sound terrible. Sorry. I swore, but like, mm-hmm. you're good. I don't know. Like it's meant for you to laugh, but there was a lot of hard work and effort that went into that. It's kind of like comedians don't just go up and say the first thing off their minds. Like they spend like a year perfecting this thing so that when they go on stage, they are telling the funniest jokes, you know, mm-hmm. that makes sense. No, I know what it was. That was the same thing. It was around when I was making anime Batman. I'm like, it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be over the top. But I put my last month and a half into this one, one three minute video. And it would break my heart if someone just said it sucked because it doesn't suck. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, you also want that criticism. Yeah. You want that good criticism. Like, Hey, this could be better. Absolutely. Um, and it was sometimes hard for me not to get defensive over it because it's like, that was my baby for that amount of time. Um, just like, Hey, I need real hard criticism. I remember posting, I, I posted animated badminton to Reddit, like to, have you ever posted anything you made to Reddit? Uh, for criticism? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. I suggest doing it. Yeah, I probably should. Because I said, Hey, it's really hard to find open criticism about this. And I just posted to like r slash filmmakers or r slash video creation or something like that. Not there's actual places for photo. There's photo critique and video critique. There's actual subreddits for that now that I found out. But um, I remember posting it and being like, yo, what are some things that I'm missing here? (coughs) 
I know this isn't great. I know this isn't great, but what are some things that I missed? And they yeah. actually picked it apart and they found different things that I um, should have foreseen that I should have fixed. Like there's one yeah. shot where it's like, Hey, Simi's on the wrong, looking the wrong way. And I know that's because my lighting, I just didn't want to move it. Like I remember getting that shot. Yeah. I remember feeling like I was doing something wrong, but I didn't know what it was. And they caught it. It was because I flipped the sides and it gets con- a little bit confusing yeah. for the audience. Like it, you can tell because everything else is correct, but this one shot is continuity left or right. It's not continuity. It's you're not so my my bad guys on the right the whole time and my good guys are on the left. Oh, gotcha. But now for that one shot, he's looking to his right, so it means it's reversed. Yeah. And like they caught that, and I was like, "Hey, thank you. I remember thinking about that. Um, I'm gonna look. For, I'm gonna look over this whole thing to see if there's anything more like that. Yeah. Because like literally, I could just like go into my thing and hit the flip right to left, and yeah. it would have never happened. But um, it's literally cause I, I didn't want to change the lighting and like, I didn't want to do all this stuff. Um, but I knew it was wrong. I think at the time, which, which allows me to know like, Hey, I did something wrong, but getting that criticism, you feel a little bit defensive at first, but then yeah. you feel good. Cause you know, there's still like that room for growth and that that's that learning process. Um, yeah. yeah, I wish I got criticism, bro. <laughs> no, I mean, people are just too nice. That's yeah, <laughs> it's true. People. In one part, you're right because like you're like, hey, I put a lot of effort. Don't be mean. And at the same time, you're like, I need, I want criticism. Yeah. I want like, but I don't, I don't want someone to just text me like, hey, bro, that's pretty good. Or hey, man, I don't like it. You want you want something more? Yeah, I want like, hey, bro, when you did this, don't do that. You know, like I wish I got that. Like my my best friend Maggie, I love her, but she'll never say anything negative about my music. And mm-hmm. I'm not just going to text my music to random people, you know? Yeah. But. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just hard to find good criticism. That makes sense. All right. So big part of this, and I'm just figuring this out too, as I'm starting a podcast or I have a podcast now, <laughs> yep. I had to figure this out for myself, but go over it. How do you get your music on different platforms? I use DistroKid. Okay. So that's a platform where you can pay $20 for the entire year. So that's like a buck something a month. And all you do is upload your tracks, give them names, and uh, give it a, what's it called? A profile, not a profile pic, cover art. That's Mm -hmm. what what I'm looking for. And, uh, you know, like in a week or something, it'll go on. Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, like literally hundreds of different ones. TikTok. It goes on TikTok, like yep. TikTok search. Okay. That's cool. And yeah. that's... um. And then SoundCloud's free, obviously. Yeah. Do you upload to SoundCloud separately or... Yep. Yeah, do it separately. Okay. Because mine doesn't go onto SoundCloud automatically either, so I'd have to do it separately. Yeah. I know Spotify also... Because my uh, old friend Shayna used to get her music uploaded for free. If you, they have this new program where if you submit a song, they might put it on their service. But I don't think you get royalties like that. On DistroKit, you get all the royalties. Like they don't mm-hmm. take a fee or anything. So does DistroKit host it and then it's available through these other platforms? Or how does that work? I have like no you idea. Just, you just click it and it goes? I just click upload. That's all I know about it. And you upload your cover art and your uh, descriptions or whatever. Yep. Um, Because I know for mine, it's a little bit different. Like a company hosts it and it yeah. goes 
and it goes, um, submits it to the you RSS it. It's an okay. RSS link and it goes to the different platforms and you got to get them, um, approved separately. Gotcha. And that costs how much a month for this you? This is 20 a year. 20 a year. Yeah. That's way cheaper than what I'm paying. Yeah. Mine's like 150 a year. Wow. It's almost 20. I could be paying almost $20 a month, but <laughs> here's the thing. It's that storage and that bandwidth. So like my episode, like I'm uploading I'm, more yeah. in one day than you're going to upload in a year. And so that's what it is. It, yeah, it, I, it, I get four hours a month for like $14. But for you, like DistroKit is like the way to go. Yeah, I would personally use it. I well, you personally use it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd recommend it. I don't know. I've never really had a problem with it. I know there's other ones out there, like uh, CD Baby. I think it's called, and like mm-hmm. Tunes Core. I don't know. DistroKit works for me. Never had a problem. Their customer service is pretty good. So, mm-hmm. have you worked with anyone like uh, not not just producer, but like any? Bro, I don't work with any producers. It sucks because like I'm in a music production class and all that anyone ever does is rap over type beats that they find on YouTube. Mm. It's so annoying. And there's a couple kids, obviously I'm overgeneralizing. Um, but yeah, I'm, I really want to work with a producer that isn't like that's on my level. If that, you know what I mean? That makes sense that, that not on your level in terms of skill, maybe, but on your level in terms of caring. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel that. And for a lot of people, um, I feel that can be a roadblock. Definitely was a roadblock for me in high school. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, I care about this. But it, and it would end up to the point, too, where um, for certain things, I wouldn't let anyone touch them uh-huh. because I cared. You know what I mean? Yep. Like I cared about what I was doing. I cared about what I make and I didn't know if they cared. Absolutely. And I didn't want to waste my time. Yeah. But finding people to work with hella important. Yeah. You know, it's it's so important for you to like go out there. Go out there and just do it. Even if it's bad at first because the person's making mistakes or whatever. And even if you're gonna make mistakes, yeah. Doing something with someone else that and that's there's creativity in it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much to it. But there's you get creativity out of it, you get more experience, you get more done. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not just the same thing over and over again. And so you go, you have a music production class. Um, I know when Joey, when Joey did playing around and the meme that that became, <laughs> yeah. that was so Joe, that's Joey's soup time. Yeah. Except that I listen to soup time. Now I'm not going to listen to playing around. Like that's the thing when Joey, jo- Joey, I love Joey, but I, he raps too fast. <laughs> Here, here's the thing here's the thing i'm gonna sit down with joey later this week um that's the goal here he's the man joey joey joey's the man when it comes to the music um and his songs are like out of anyone i know no 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 contest to you max but joe if joey releases his album and it's everything i think it's gonna be it's gonna be the best yeah, thing yeah. that someone i may know has made totally for musically I just think I just think that his new stuff is gonna sound great from what I've heard from it. I've recorded some of it. Really? Yeah. Have you worked you've worked on it with him? Last summer, uh we the crazy thing is is right when me and Kevin started making music, like sophomore year, mm-hmm. you probably remember this too. He was yeah. like dropping the cover art, dropping the track list, like, hey, 
these are the songs that's coming out soon. And then for Joey, yeah, I never, I never saw, I, I saw a cover art, never saw a track list. Oh, uh, maybe I don't know, but he was like, yeah, you know, but nothing really ever happened. And then last summer, he was like, hey, I'm trying to finally get this recorded. You should come over. And I got Snapchats of me and him. Uh, like we have all this stuff on his dining room table. He's recording it. Uh, it's really, really good. Like, and uh, <clears throat> I haven't even heard like the final ideas. And maybe the songs that I worked on are just drafts or like they've been deleted. But if they're like anything close to what I recorded with him, it's going to be great. That's from what I've heard. He's just, I'll be like, he'll, he would, uh, we'd be walking out of school or something. He'd be like, Oh, I haven't played you anything recently. Like, yeah. Like I'd be getting out of practice and he'd be like, Oh, let me, let's pop in the room real quick. So we pop in the room and he just gets on the piano. And he just starts singing. And I'm yeah. like, you're a God. That's the crazy thing too. All of his songs that he has are just demos of him playing on the piano and singing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I brought not this exact one, but a different full size piano. Mm-hmm. And he would just play it all out. The way that our studio sessions would work is he would play it all out. I'd fix up all the stuff that he messed up on. And then I would just translate that into different instruments. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could give a more like pop sound or more R&B sound. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's a MIDI in. Yeah. Yeah. And then he would do melodies. And yeah, we have, I probably have like two or three Joey songs on my computer right now. <laughs> You should if he if he never drops them, I need to hear them. <laughs> I'll leak them. You should totally. Here, uh, when he blows up, I'm gonna leak him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for real, for real. That's a smart move. Yeah. Um, he's he's got some great stuff coming. Um, yeah, it, he's so good at making music. But and then, but here's the thing: difference between you and him, and kind of the go back on you here, like yo, you're actually releasing things. Yeah. Even though he's even though he is. He's in the mindset right now where like it's got to be perfect. Yes, exactly. And like his music already is so good from what I've heard that like all he needs to do is sit down one day, record it all and then do the same thing that I, you know, buy a cheap MIDI controller for $50, plug it into your computer and then just do it. But I feel, I feel like personally, just from what I've seen him as, is he just doesn't, he doesn't want it like that. Not to be rude or anything, but I don't know. He doesn't want, he doesn't want to put the work in. He just wants the finished product. Yeah. Joey's always been like that. Yeah. Joey's always, um, not, not to be rude to Joey. And like I said, I'm sitting down with Joey later this week and we're yeah. probably going to talk about like his process and going like that. You you love that finished product and so do I. Yeah. Um I released more videos um in February of last year than I think Joe the same amount probably as Joey is um released to the internet in like well, I feel like I worked on as many videos as Joey has worked on. Yeah. Like maybe that's a little bit of an overstatement, but like I feel like I just was cranking out, but yeah. I was on probably five videos a week, maybe for Dang. different people and different stuff. Um, I know people, well, maybe that's just 20 videos, so that's not that many, not, not gonna be like that. Well, okay. I know people right now, like I was talking to Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't think Kevin Gudenwan is ever going to listen to my podcast, but <laughs> Kevin Gudenwan's got amazing things going on. If I ever get to sit down with Kevin Gudenwan, 
I will sit down with Kevin Guna. Actually, I'm going to text him right the frick now <laughs> because if I get Kevin Guna one on my podcast, I'll be very happy. There you go. But Kevin, I was talking to Kev and he's, he's doing, he says, I'm doing like 15 to 20 videos a week. Insane. And that's insane. Yeah. And that is, and that's like, and there, and there are varying lengths and sizes and stuff. He's like, he's doing freelance. He's doing um, stuff for D1 athletics and he's doing so much stuff and just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, versus I'm, but I'm, but I'm also like that. I really want to find, and like you said, you're working on stuff for months. I know there's people who'd be like, I want to do something to a day. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's and a- you know, I can see where Joe is coming from. Like I can, I know what he's coming from, like trying to get it perfect. But there's a point to me. There's a point between, what am I trying to say? There's a difference between trying to be perfect and then just not putting the work in. Because I feel like the songs that he has and that he's been working on for the past two years are insanely good. And if they were released, he would get praise from like all over the place. But I don't know. He, basically, what you're telling Joey is that he just needs to do it. Yeah, just do it, bro. Like, like, there's no reason that there's Joey. There's no reason that you can't sit down from Wednesday to Friday and just do the whole thing. Yeah, like maybe already, it's not perfect. Yeah, but it's to that level where you don't need to be perfect to be like. Did, did Fred make like think about this? I think about big Fred got. Think about how big Bo Burnham got. Yeah. If they hadn't sat in their freaking basement or their room and just made music and sang about yep. stupid stuff and Fred made all sorts of stuff like those guys that still exists like yep. that ability that if you have that natural talent and that drive to do it that you can still do it I think still exists yeah Joey's like way more talented than I am like he is so much better than I am it just he doesn't release it mm-hmm. which and- sucks because he makes great music <laughs> but that's where you have to give yourself praise too yeah as to say you release it um and just like and you enjoy it too um, yeah. I know I'm going to reference another one of my friends, um, or not one, of, maybe he's not my friend. We never really hung up, but we did that. We did track together. Um, yeah. and we did, um, since Eric Gramer, he goes to, uh, he went to East Ridge. I think he just graduated this year. He's graduating this year. Um, he has a YouTube channel with his friends, uh, Miles Ross. And honestly, I'd love to get him on the podcast too. Cause I think he's doing great things as a, uh, freelance videographer and wedding cinematographer. I think yeah. they do great work. Um, and I watch all their work all the time, but he does a video almost every day because he recognizes that even though it's not perfect, um, growth, getting the work in and getting the work in and just doing it is where it's at. And then like when he needs to make a polished product for like a client or something, it's polished, it's good. And he can spend that, you know, that week, two weeks that it makes to get a good, like five minute video. That's one of the things I learned, uh, while making beats was like, I have probably a thousand beats on my hard drive mm-hmm. that will never see the light of day because they're awful. <laughs> but the reason why I made beats every day, especially during the summer was so that like when I have the idea for it, like I can do it quick mm-hmm. and like I can make it sound good. Like right now I haven't touched my laptop since I released third place, which was like last Wednesday. Yeah. So I'm coming up on like 10 days more than. And I'm scared that like the next time I go to make a beat, I'm going to be like, how do I do this? Yeah. <laughs> I know what that's like. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's with any talent, yeah. with any creative process. I think that's a fear. And, and a lot of people realize this. I realize this definitely. Um, 
like when people sit down and like my hands hit the keyboard and like mm-hmm. people don't even know what I'm hitting. Like people like I like I couldn't I couldn't tell you what I'm hitting. I'm hitting VC, X, P, yeah. my freaking all my hotkeys. I have one, I have everything in my left hand bound on my keyboard. Yep. My hand moves are I have a second keyboard at home. Um that's like a like a numpad keyboard that also I had to have bound because yeah. I don't have enough keys close to my hand. Yeah. Like so that I can edit fast. Yep. You know what I mean? And I just do it fast. Um, and people would be like, well, why can't I do that? Like, it's because you're too caught up in that without making everything every single day. And so you can just yep. do it fast. You can get out there. You know, that's where it comes to like even mastering an instrument. Like I work on my piano an hour a day mm-hmm. and it's never perfect, but I can jam on the keyboard now, man. Yeah. Like I used to take piano and now like I used to have formal lessons, as you said, classically trained. Mm-hmm. Um, but it never came very easy to me. I always had to work at it, but now it's like, yeah. I sit there and I just go and I can, you hit, you, you tell me like, I'm like, okay, we'll sing. And I play a chord progression. I'm like, that's it. Let's go off of that. And we yeah. just do it. And then my guy Lewis in college now will just start singing. And it's perfect. It's great. Yeah. Like we just vibe off of that and we can make anything off of that. Um, that ability and that repetition and that practice is what really gets you to a higher level. It's just the thing that I've learned is like, you just got to want it. That's it. Like there's, uh, when we pulled the piano out for the, for the flash intro, yeah, there was kids that went up and they're like, oh yeah, you know, I, I used to know how to play piano, but now I don't. And then they're like struggling to like hit keys. Mm-hmm. It's just like, if you want to learn to do something, you can do it. Like there are so many free or very cheap resources out there. Like, you got Duolingo to learn how to play or learn languages. YouTube has a instrument tutorial for like literally like you just YouTube. Like you can literally learn anything on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I learn all my piano off of the internet now. I yeah. learn guitar off the internet now. I'm learning guitar off the internet right now. That's and it works. Yeah. It's not that impossible. Learning yep. learning in itself is a skill. Um, but you're right, people just gotta have people gotta have to want it. Well, like I said with Joey, like so many people just want to be the rock star. They don't want to be the loser sitting in their basement playing guitar an hour a day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know. Well, here's, here's, here's where it comes down to it. Um, God, do I hate the fact that I'm... Um, I hate some of the pieces that I'm editing now, right? Mm-hmm. I'm editing a, a documentary piece that I said I would do, so I'm doing it, right? Yeah. God, do I hate documentary editing, right? And sometimes yeah. the process is not fun. Um, and at that point, is the process not worth, like, I bet there's sometimes when you get and you're making some piece of music and you're like, gosh, this is not fun. Yeah. Like, it's it, absolutely, it can't be great all the time. Um, you know, that can be sometimes self destructive or self degrading. Like, it can't, it won't be great sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's it's gonna it's sometimes it's hard to find that balance, but also on the flip side of that, sometimes I sit down at the piano and I just start playing. And from for that like fifteen to twenty minutes, I am a rock star on the piano. You yep. know what I mean? I'm not perfect, but you just you just press the sustain pedal down a little bit, and all the mistakes go away. Yep. And then you just lift it up and kind of move your feet like that, and you just play piano and you and you move throughout your songs. You just it sounds good to you. Yeah. It might not sound perfect now if it was recorded. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great? But it's like, you know, you're singing in the shower, you're jamming on the piano, like you're yep. doing whatever. It all sounds great. Who cares? Yep. That's the kind of practice that you need. 
Absolutely. You know, and at that point, you're not a loser in your basement making music. You're, you know what I mean? You're yeah. making something and it feels, and it's not going to feel good until you've done it a hundred times. Yep. So I totally agree. That's a good message. Well, it's about an hour into it. Has there been an hour already? Pretty much. We're at 56 minutes on the recording. So, uh, anything you want to plug, you want to plug things? Uh, Oh Jesus. You're good. Uh, third place out now by me and Lil Bev. Uh, we're working on getting to iTunes and all that. It should be up by like next Wednesday, but, uh, yeah. Third place. Where can we find it? Where can we find it right now? You can find it right now, soundcloud.com slash M-M-O-O-S-H-I. That's Mushi with two M's. And uh, it's on the front page. It's on the front page of that. Yeah, that's where I find it. And it's coming to like Spotify and stuff. Yep. And after it's on, uh, if you're listening to this anytime after today, pretty much, it should be if you just look up Mushi with one M, M-O-O-S-H-I, you will find it everywhere. Okay. And then socials or anything like that? Do you have any socials you use for your freaking music? I just, or no? I just made new music socials. They're all made by Mushi. Made by Mushi. Yep. Instagram. Oh, that's Twitter. right. I followed the Twitter now. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Got right. some new graphics. Yeah, that's crazy. Do graphics? Did you make your graphics? Do you make all your graphics? No, that's a good question, actually. Um, let me take a look at it, because a lot of them were made by my very good friend, Alex. Alex makes your graphics. He used to make all my That's graphics. That's hilarious, actually. But um, he's he's got that style. Yeah. Like he's really good at making really goofy looking things, which is like what our music is. Especially with the his old YouTube channel. I don't yeah. want to talk about it, but <laughs> that YouTube channel, uh, Obama yeah. calls little pump. That's a classic. That's that is a classic video. So um, yeah. My old cover arts are just pictures of me. Uh I made the emojis graphic. I remember that because Alex just said, shut up. I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex made the Mushi Bev Bev Mushi one in Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And then we had a guy. He goes by. Uh, let me find his Instagram. Uh, at Luke's L-U-K-E-S dot covers. He made the third place. Both of the third place uh, cover arts and the new graphic that I'm using on my Twitter handle. Sweet. Well, Brady makes all of his own graphics because Brady doesn't have anyone who makes graphics for him. I just found that guy on Reddit, bro. I bet. Yeah. And he does it for cheap, too. Like, I was like, hey, bro, can you give me a pack of like 10 different graphics for five bucks? And he was like, yeah, sure. He's like, yeah. I mean, he's probably one of those guys sitting like in his 14. basement. Yeah. Grinding. Yeah. And he just thinks five bucks is dope. Yeah. Um. I remember this is going to sound really sad. I did a shoot for someone. I spent like three hours and I drove up to like in a studio. Yeah. I did all this stuff. And I remember like the guy's like, yo, I can't pay very much for here, but here's like 40 bucks for like the gas the last two days. And I'm just like, it's the most I've ever made from a shoot. (laughs) And then he's like, why aren't you getting paid like hundreds of dollars? And I'm like, are you about to pay me hundreds of dollars? He's like, well, like, no. And I'm like, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I I just thought that was crazy. Um, but that's exactly how you are when you're like 14. Yeah, and you're like, I was like 16 at the time shooting for these guys. Anyways, well, I got to plug my socials. So there you go. I'm Brad Slice on everything. Hey. Brad Slice. Dude, Alex made that nickname too. Alex yep. is just a plug for Alex everything. Alex is the best. <laughs> like, <laughs> Alex is just the greatest. Yeah, Alex is awesome. 
um but brad slice on everything um yeah that's that's it i have an i have a website now bradslice.com if you want to check that out you can find all my socials on there i also just got a website should i should i get on twitter yeah twitter's the thing is twitter the thing yeah it's dope all right brad slice on twitter too i have a twitter already named that (laughs) just don't use it i think i follow like I think you followed me. I think you. I liked- do follow. I do yeah. follow Made by Mushi. So if you want to find Made by Mushi there, um, link in the bottom of the podcast episode on the page on the website that I just plugged. Hey. Bradslice.com once again. Made by Mushi. Um, let's see. If you have anyone you want to get on the podcast, DM me on Instagram at Bradslice, yeah. or you can go on the comment section of my website. Um, anyone you want to get on the podcast, or if you think you want to get on the podcast, just hit me up. Let me know. Um, we want you we we want you we want to get you set up we want to share your story and so get hopefully get more people to get inspired get get inspired do their do their stuff man yep well thank you max the man himself and uh and that's it dope